Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about overthinking things and also about underthinking things and the fine balance between both of those in your service business. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I'll start with overthinking things, which happens a lot, I think, with a lot of people. We take things a little bit too much in our world as being centered on us. And we don't really think about how others see their own pool in particular, let's say, for example. I'll say that if you do pool service for as long as I've done it, you kind of get really involved in how the pool looks, you know, every aspect of your pool care. It doesn't go one or two ways. It can go to the direction of you really care about how the pool looks and your customer service or the other way where you kind of burned out you don't really care about your business as much anymore but I think a lot of us fall into that first category where we take things a little bit to the extreme like we kind of picture the customer sitting out there staring at the pool all day long and that's just not the case and I think one of the things when you're new to the business you overthink it that that everything you're doing back there the customer is paying attention and that the pool is utmost important to them. Now, the only time that this is true is when the pool is first built and they're using it like crazy the first few months or the first year, and they are looking at the pool very carefully, maybe too carefully, and they're overthinking that aspect of it themselves. But once the pool has been in there for a few years, you take over service or you you get the account, the customer doesn't really give a lot of thought to their pool. As long as it looks blue, and there's no algae in there, you know, the one number one call you're going to get for any pool on your route is when a customer sees algae in there. For some reason, they think that it's like the black plague or something, you know, it's like, oh, there's algae in the pool, we're all going to die. And it's one of those things where they panic, they call you, leave messages, you get to the pool, and more than likely, there's like a little bit of yellow algae on the step area, maybe a streak in a deep end. It's very frustrating for you because they, they made it seem like the pool just looked like a swamp when it was just one or two little areas with algae, but they take that seriously. And that's something that, of course, if you have pools where there's no algae and you have them blue every week, I use blue as a general term. If you have a black bottom pool, it's not obviously going to be blue or a pebble tech pool that's tan. But if the water is clear and there's no problems, the customer doesn't give the pool much thought. That's also why sometimes when you notice your customers falling behind in their bill or they're late every month, it's because they don't really care about you per se. They, of course, care more about paying their mortgage, your car payment, their credit card bills, their utilities, maybe the gardener, the house cleaner, and then the pool service comes to mind if there's anything left over to pay the pool company. So that's why a lot of times we deal with people that pay late. 
unresponsive to us when we message them because they're not really thinking about the pool, the pool service, as much as we are thinking about it. So I think it's kind of like if you were to flip things around and put yourselves in their shoes, if you have any kind of service for yourself, like for for example, I have a pest control service and you know how much time I, I spend thinking about the pest control service? Probably zero during the week. The only time I think about it is right now when I'm talking about it. And that's kind of how it is. I mean, I, if I don't see bugs around or any kind of problems, then I don't really think about their service. And that's how it is with the pool service. And a lot of times with the landscaping, you know, if you have a, a gardener that's doing your yard, but you notice there's a big dead spot in the middle of the grass, then you're going to, of course, notice something with your lawn and you're going to contact them. But if everything's looking good, you may walk into your house, glance at the grass, you know, but you don't really think about the guy servicing the grass or doing anything because it's one of those things where we on the other end of it overthink it. We're thinking the customer really cares about their pool and they're thinking about it and they're obsessing over it. And that may be true for one or two people on your route that are really picky and critical. But the majority of people, the pool is more of a nuisance than anything over time. You know, I get a lot of these comments from customers like, you know, can I just fill it with dirt or I'm really uh, mad at myself for putting the pool in because the kid used the kids use it for the first couple of years and and nobody goes into it. And that's kind of the trend. You know, new pools built. Everyone's staring at the plaster for any defects. Kids use it like crazy for the first year or two. Then things start tapering off. And then maybe four or five years down the road, no one's even going into the pool. So the pool is not, again, something that they're overly concerned about. doesn't mean you shouldn't be concerned or get lazy with the pool. I'm just saying that you shouldn't be spending a lot of your time dwelling on little things like, you know, oh, I think there's a, a stain forming in this pool. I hope the customer doesn't see it. They're probably never going to see it because they don't care, you know, or, you know, I've had pools where nails fell in there and I tell the customer, oh, you know, there were some nails that got in your pool. So you may notice a little rust stain in the deep end. They're like, okay, you know, it's like one of those things where you're panicking. You're like, man, what are they going to have me do? Are they going to have me try to get rid of it? Are they going to blame me for it? And, you know, you're overthinking it. You're doing all these scenarios in your head. You make the the text to the customer and you get a text back saying, okay, not a problem. So again, there's different levels, of course, of this in personalities. I'm generalizing. But overall, I think we as the pool professional really, we care too much about the pool than probably more than the customers or most customers care about the pool. And so why am I spending so much time on this at the beginning of the podcast? I think it's important because a lot of new people lose sleep over little things. I did this myself. I was obsessing over things. And it's one of those things where as you've matured in the pool industry, you realize that you're really spending too much energy consumed by this. You should be spending the energy elsewhere. So I think if you're over concerned about your pools and if you're trying to get the pH perfectly at 7.6 at every pool or 7.4, you're really missing out on other opportunities to use that energy because let's face it, you can only use your energy towards a certain amount of projects before you're overloaded. What I mean is that if you're trying to maintain your route, you're trying to get everyone to pay on time, you're trying to make sure the pools are all perfectly balanced, then you're not going to have that kind of energy left over for bidding, for expanding your route, for thinking about bringing in an employee. All these take a lot of energy. And so you have to make a mental shift when you start expanding your pool route or if you've been doing this for a while away from thinking that everything relies on your service because if you bring an employee on you're not going to be doing the pool anymore they'll be doing the pool 
So there's kind of this pulling away from, you know, being, I guess, obsessed over the business and then trying to expand it with just good enough. I think that should be a statement if you're going to expand and get an employee. Good enough should be in your vocabulary because they're not going to do the pool anywhere as nearly as good as you. And if you're the kind of person that can't handle that, you have to kind of develop that personality because the pool's not going to be dialed in more than likely if an employee's doing it. So good enough should suffice when you go to expand your route. And I would take the same philosophy on your current route. Now, again, you're not getting lazy. You're not going to leave the pools with algae. You're not going to have poor water balancing. But I think there's a certain attitude you should have towards your pools that, yeah, it's good enough. I mean, you know, I've left pools before where there's been a minor windstorm and there's still some debris on the ground because I don't have time to really get everything out. The automatic cleaner is going to do the rest of the job for me. So for me, that's good enough. You know, there may be a time when the pool gets cloudy and you're turning it around. And, you know, sometimes you you kind of are trying too hard because you want that pool to look clear and clean right away. And so maybe you overdo it. You put a clarifier, you shock it, you backwash or clean the filter. That's overdoing it because realistically, it may take two or three days for it to clear up. And so if you're really obsessing over it and trying to get that pool to clear up by the next day, I really don't think the customer cares unless they're having a party, of course, which invariably happens. They'll call you like on a Monday or Tuesday and say, hey, you know, my pool's been having problems. I don't think it's been running. You get there and you realize that, you know, for some reason the pool's been off for a few days. They're like, oh, the reason I called you is because I'm having a party on Saturday and the pool doesn't look too great. That happens all the time. I mean, they don't think about their pool until they're going to have the party. And this is another indicator that the customer really doesn't care about their pool as much as you think they do. Because if they really cared about their pool, they wouldn't call you three days before the party because that means they're not even looking at their pool until that point. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But basically, there's a time for everything. So if the pool gets hit by a windstorm, it's not going to be cleaned up in 30 minutes. If a pool is cloudy, you can't really turn around that fast. You're not going to go, be going back there the next day and the next day after that. You're going to just do your treatment and get back there next week. And this is all part of having that balance that if you overthink it, then you have a problem because then you're doing too much. And it's one of those things that can really hinder your business. And I mentioned it's a fine balance. You're not being lazy again. You're not neglecting the pool, but then you're not overdoing it. You're not going to leave that pool with every single leaf out of that pool, unless that customer is really particular and you know they're going to text you later saying, hey, there's a one leaf you left in the pool. But really, you know, if there's a leaf on the surface when you leave, maybe the wind's going to blow it and blow more leaves in anyway. There's just no way to get the pool 100% clean. I remember when I first started out and I had, it was not my first hand a wind event. It was kind of, I had some before, but this is like the first big one. And I didn't realize how bad the winds could be. I was working in Rancho Cucamonga at that time. And if you work in that area, you know that it gets really windy there all the time. But this storm was particularly worse than others. And as someone knew, I was like 18 or 19 at the time. And, you know, I really cared about the pools. So this really hurt me that the pools looked so bad. So I overdid it. I was cleaning the pools until it got dark at night. I was doing so much extra stuff to the pools. And this is when I first started realizing that the customers don't really care about that effort. Maybe a few did, but most of them didn't even go back to their backyard during that period of time. And the pools that I wasn't able to get dialed in, I was really worried about them. Like, oh, they're going to call me because the pool looks terrible. Didn't get a phone call for those pools at all. And so I started realizing that there's a, there's a certain balance. There's overdoing it. 
there's being balanced, and then of course there's underthinking, which leads to underdoing things. And I'll touch on that a little bit because you know when you underthink things, you may be like, you know, I'm going to skip this pool. The Jones pool looks great every week. Not a big deal. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired anyway, so I'll just skip them. That's what I consider underthinking because you don't understand that maybe there's something that's happening at that house. So if you know, invariably when you start doing this, there's going to be maybe a dead gopher in the pool. They'll call you, hey, did you see the gopher when you were here? Well, you didn't go to the pool because you skipped it. Or something happened to the pool and you were not aware of it because you skipped it. So this is one of those things where if you underthink things that, hey, it's not going to be a big deal, then you're going to also get in trouble. Same with your appearance. If you show up and your truck looks really bad, I'm not talking about, you know, driving a beater, but I'm talking about like everything unorganized in it. You know, like you have stuff all over your seats and you have paperwork everywhere. You have products and gear everywhere. And a customer comes up to your truck to say, hey, I was going to tell you something. And they catch you in the backyard and they see the state of your truck. There's like McDonald's cups and Wendy's cups in there and fast food wrappers everywhere. That is underthinking because you probably are thinking that no one's going to see my truck. But when the customer comes to the window and starts to talk to you from the passenger side, they leave with the impression of, man, this guy's cleaning my pool. His truck looks terrible. I mean, look at the interior. He's got fast food wrappers and junk everywhere. That, my friends, is underthinking because you never know when someone's going to look into your truck or a customer's going to stop you out there. So everything's got to be in order. I'm not saying you should have everything, you know, your car wa- your truck washed every day and everything in order, but it should look presentable. And the same with the way you appear. You know, if you're doing filter cleanings that week, you don't want to show up the customer's house all muddy and dirty, covered in grime, because chances are they're going to come out and talk to you at that moment when you look your worst. It always happens. So one thing I do to avoid this is that when you do my filter cleanings, I wear an apron. So I just have a waterproof apron that I wear. And that way, pretty much it covers me from where my three buttons of my shirt go down, all the way down to my knees, below my knees to my ankles. And that way, when I'm doing filter cleans, I could take that apron off and I'll be, you know, pretty clean. I also carry a spare shirt in my truck. So if I do get something on my shirt, which sometimes happens when you're doing filter cleans, I'll just put on my spare shirt and finish my route with that. Because again, you want to always think that someone's going to approach you. What if a neighbor comes over to you at that moment? Hey, you know, I, I don't really like my pool service and I see that you're here every week. Would you come give me a bid? And that particular day, you don't look great because you're doing some kind of repairs and you have all kind of gunk all over you. More than likely, that's going to be a bad first impression. So don't underthink those aspects. So always be having this kind of conversation with yourself. You know, how do I look right now? Am I presentable if someone comes up to me? How does my truck look today? You know, how is my attitude towards the pools today? Am I going to do a good job on the pools? And you got to check yourself again. I'm not going to overdo it. You know, I'm not going to spend X amount of extra time on this pool because I think I'm overdoing it here now. So I'm going to pull back a little bit. And at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're not underthinking things. You know, like, for instance, oh, I have, you know, four pounds of Cal Hypo left and I have two gallons of liquid chlorine. I think I'll be okay. I I can probably get through the day without problems. And here is what's going to happen that day. You're going to get to your first pool and it's going to be cloudy. So you're going to use up two gallons of liquid. That leads to it four bags of Cal Hypo, four pounds of Cal Hypo. And you're like, wow, I have 14 pools left. I only have four bags of Cal Hypo, but I should be able to make it. I usually don't, don't use that many chemicals. 
But when you get to your fourth pool, you're going to realize that they had a party. So you use two bags of Cal Hypo. Then you have, you know, 10 pools left with two bags of Cal Hypo. That's because you were underthinking it. You didn't have your chemicals. One way to avoid this is get a 50 pound bucket of dichlor, keep it on your truck so that you have constant chlorine on your truck. Always have extra Cal Hypo in your garage or somewhere so you can put it on your truck. And underthinking also is when you get home and you need to reload your truck with chemicals. I've always gotten into the habit of once I pull into my driveway, no matter how tired I am, I'm going to just give my truck a quick scan to see what I need to load in there for the next day. Especially if I'm doing filter cleanings, you know, do I need this O-ring or this grid? Because what's going to happen is if you don't get into that routine of always reloading your truck right away, you're going to get home, you're going to be tired, you're going to go do your other things. By 8 o'clock at night, you're like, oh, I forgot to reload my truck. Well, I should be okay for tomorrow. It gets to that point, and then you're underthinking things, and you're going to be kicking yourself the next day for not being proactive. So I think the bottom line is this. If you are overdoing it, thinking way too much, like your customers are just out there all day watching the pool, you know, checking on your work, that's not happening in 99% of the cases. You're going to have those outliers that are, of course, always looking at their pool, but not very common. A good in-the-middle balance perspective is, yes, I'm doing a good job out there. The customer goes out, looks at their pool, is going to be fine. They're not going to find any problems. And then, of course, on the bottom end of that, the underthinking is, well, I'm going to skip three pools today because they look great all the time. And then you get into a habit of skipping pools all over the place on your route throughout the season. A big problem and something that you have to stop and get that out of your head that skipping a pool is okay because it's really not. They're paying you weekly service and you should be doing that pool weekly. And really, there's nothing that's going to save you so much time that you can actually skip the pool because I can almost guarantee you when I skip a pool, which is a rare occurrence, and it's usually because something else is going on and I can't get to it, a big something big happened and I'm working on a project, I invariably go back to the next week and regret it because something happened there usually. And since I skipped it, it's just a bigger mess and a much longer time, much more time I'm going to spend getting it back in shape. So I, I really urge you to kind of have that balanced outlook when you do your pool route. And if you're looking for other podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, on swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. Then a menu of other podcasts will appear that I've recorded there. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.